This is horrible. I'm so thirsty. Oh, my God, Brian. Do you see what I see? A Dr. Pepper machine? Yes. Oh, I can taste it now. <laughs> Damn it. It was a mirage. An RC cola machine. Oh, that's it. I give up. Hello and welcome to episode 93 of Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me today is Just. You thought it was going to say Drew Alderson. Oh, I know, right? But it's actually Austin Smith. That's right. Somebody's missing, and it's not Austin. Drew decided to take an Austin week. That's what. That's exactly was his words. He said, yeah, he said I'm going to take an Austin week. I got to take an Austin week. So I guess that's what we're calling it from now on. We hope in general to get the show back on the rails i know the last three or four weeks we things have been a little off here and there part of that was me having my oral surgery and being off for a couple of weeks oh uh, they finally get that dick removed from your throat yes they did uh feels i can breathe so much better now i, f- I figured uh, and then we had the whole car cast episode where we tried that out that that did turn out better than i thought so we may start doing that as like extra content just like funny conversations we have on the way to clicks, we might record those here and there and throw it on at the end of an episode or something. But uh, anyways, today's schedule, we're going to talk about some news because we do have quite a few spoilers. Almost all of them regarding the Avengers Assemble set, including three that Austin literally just minutes ago yeah. got a hold of. So we'll be talking about all that. We'll do some one-on-one Bad Samaritan, just me against Austin. And then we're going to talk about a little Daredevil because I'm sure all of you guys, if if as long as you have Netflix, there's no way in hell you haven't watched Daredevil yet. So we're, we were going to talk about that and then uh, also give you a new best build assignment. Let's start with news. If you guys want to follow along, just about all of these can be found on the official website, HeroClicks.com. And we're going to start off with some Dark Avengers love with Trickshot. Really cool figure. I don't think Barney's ever been clicked, to my knowledge. I could be wrong, though. There could be, like, a really old one who, you know, is supposed to represent Barney. But as far as I know, this is the only Barney. Trickshot has Dark Avengers, Police, and Thunderbolts. Pretty good keywords. He ignores hindering on targeting. And he has a trait. Show you who's better. When making a ranged combat attack, if all of his targets have either Sharpshooter or Range 7 or higher... Modify his attack and damage plus one. And he has eight range double bolts. Now right off the bat, that trait makes me think if you ever do an event where like everyone has to have range yeah. or something like that, this is probably a guy who will who will do well on that because he's more likely to get this trait. I mean, the other thing is uh, you have to look at the fact that the good amount of figures have either sharpshooter or range 7 or higher. That's not bad. And with 8 range, that puts him at a 13-4 when he's shooting at one of those people, too, which is nuts. Exactly. He's got double bolts. He starts off with energy explosion with those double bolts with a 12 attack, 3 damage. His damage also comes with a special power that gives him shape change and stealth uh, along with running shot. So he's going to stay in the shadows. He doesn't have Vendom. He doesn't have willpower. He just has a 17 ESD. But uh, he does have the Masters of Evil team ability, one of the better ones, I, I think. Um, especially if you can find some way to give this guy willpower through a resource or something. Uh, it'll be it'll be nice to be able to get, let's see, one, two, 
three, four straight attacks of running shot with really high attack and damage values at the start of the game on the first four turns. He can just be pumping out damage. Um, After two clicks of running shot, he loses it, unfortunately. He goes to leap climb, and he loses energy shield and switches to combat reflexes, and he gets precision strike and ranged combat expert. So what I think I would do is just keep him top dial as much as I can, let them hit you, because the most common damage they're going to hit you for is probably three, and then when they do, they're going to hit you onto reflexes. And you don't get, you're like, well, what do I do with my ranged combat expert? You have sharpshooters, so you can still make use of that ranged combat expert even while you're based. I just want to bring up the fact that, I mean, he has police keyword, which this is something that we don't have in a lot of police figures. We don't have an eight, we don't have many eight range police mm-hmm. sniper figures. And this is a great one for it because police is bad about getting outranged. And so if your opponent's sitting back with energy explosion and, like, a Hawkeye or somebody, like, having an 8-range figure that gets bonuses against long-range figures is great for police teams. And then, of course, Thunderbolts means you can throw that ATA on there and take whatever... You want to throw Mystics on him or whatever you want. He has, uh, two... Last two clicks, he gets Sidestep, Psychic Blast, finally gets Willpower, and gets his uh, Shape Change and Stealth again. So a pretty good figure. I like him. Glad that they clicked him. Another Avengers Assemble one is Manifold. And this guy's nuts. One of the cooler characters that has been introduced um, just within the last decade. And uh, Hickman's been doing some really cool stuff with Manifold. I like Manifold a lot. He is a very unique dial, to say the least. He's 58 points, and uh, you look at a starting click of phasing, TK, and barrier, you're like, well, obviously this guy is just a support figure. Uh, especially when you look at his trait that gives him carry. And when he carries, he can carry up to three friendly characters, regardless of symbols, if they each share a keyword with him. That's pretty good, considering he has the Avengers keyword and Secret Warriors. Uh, is Secret Warriors a new keyword, or is it just one they haven't used much? I want to say it's one they haven't used much. We'll look it up. I want to say that, too. I want to say I've seen it before. But anyways, being able to carry three Avengers, especially regardless of symbols pretty damn good yep. um you're gonna see him used a lot especially with that tk and barrier but my point was he starts off you you think he's just a supporter but then his middle two clicks he also all of a sudden has hypersonic precision strike with a 10 and a 2 and then a 9 and a 2 so i mean he can do a little damage if you need him to or if he gets hit yeah and then his last click he goes uh, click number five he only has five clicks he goes back to tk and barrier and Probability, yeah, yep. probability. He has prob on the second click, but loses TK too. So I mean, like you can push him onto that prob after you're done TKing with him. Yeah, might as well get two, two time or carry up. TK. Push him, carry yeah. up people. Let somebody running shot or charge out and get damage, and then TK them back. Yep. and then you go on to prob. There you go. Um, let's see if Secret Warriors is an actual keyword. It is. It even it has, has an, an ATA, ATA, and only was found in the Captain America set. Before you reveal your force, choose Hammer, hammer, Hydra, or Shield. Characters using this team ability also possess the chosen keyword. Characters using this team ability also possess... Huh. Oh, so the That's secret, interesting. So you could turn them into a Hammer, Hydra, or Shield. That's pretty sweet. All of a sudden, Manifold with Shield is nuts. Pretty, I didn't even think about that. Pretty cool. So I'll be looking forward to playing him. There, Austin, you spoiled this, actually. Yep. Um, Game Trade Magazine uh, had a bunch of previews for the upcoming uh, Agent or uh, Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. set. 
Um, I mean, it looks like we've got a Winter Soldier. We've got a Nick Fury. Uh, you got Cap with his energy shield. Is that Victoria shield. Hand on the left? It looks like it. I mean, it could be Black Widow, but it does look more like a Victoria Hand than a Black Widow. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It could be Widow. We've got a Steve Rogers in the top right. Nick Fury Jr. Uh, Hydra-wise, it looks like a Strucker. I do not recognize any of those other people. Basically, anyone who's in the cap set has like a eighty percent chance of being reclicked in this set, which is fine because it's been how many years? Who's which dude? The dude in the gold armor that looks pretty badass on the right there. I'm not entirely certain who that is. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He looks we getting familiar. Union Jack, bitches. We're getting Union Jack. Yeah, there's a Union Jack. Uh, <laughs> Phil Coulson looks like a Hydra generic. Um, maybe another Phoenix Buster. No, that's the two by two one that stands on the rock that you put together. Okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That's the Hulkbuster MK two or whatever. So and another dum dum. So lots of Hydra love, lots of Cap Who's love. Who's the dude in the lightning bolt on his chest? You know, I was trying to figure that out too. I'm not entirely certain. He's got also looks like he has a lightning bolt on his forehead as well. I'm not sure. I'm sure we could make up a name and get pretty close. The guy with the <laughs> armor looks super familiar. I've seen him in something. I know that's I what I'm think thinking. Of his name. Um, but, I mean, the sculpts look great on these models, so if they actually come out looking like this, I mean, all the little pouches and everything, like, this is freaking, uh, what's-his-name's dream? Is it Liefeld? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Rob Liefeld's dream right here. Honestly, I really am excited for this set. Me too. Probably out of any of the other ones this year. I'm Just, sure Ricky's gonna buy 15 cases. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> we need a cap re- reclicks. It's been forever lo- We better get a MODOK, first of all. But, second of all, it's been so long since the cap set came out. I mean, that came out before like right before we even started playing yeah so it's pretty it's been pretty long at least i would say three years and uh, a lot of these guys need clicks we need some really good hydro generics and and a few more you yeah, can never have the best shield. hydro generics we have are from the first avengers movie set and that set was pretty short run or from uh, or the aim agent and renegade from yeah. the uh the um, Hulk, set. Hulk set, both of which are Silver Age or yep. Golden Age, however you you say it. So it'd be nice to get some Modern Age. Now I included this next item in here just in case you just really cared. Um, and you missed it fifty times before. For one, they have an actual video of the oh um, okay of the Quinjet that you're going to get if you are the champion of Age of Ultron at, at your store. You can actually click on the video, and it shows the sculpt like super close up, kind of rotates around. It does look pretty good. I actually, just, now that I see that the cockpit's transparent and it has the people in it and stuff, yeah, that looks pretty cool. It looks good. I, I watched it. It's only like 10 seconds long, but um, it looks cool. I just hope it's fun to play. Yeah. And then on top of that, some sets have been delayed. So I do not see, luckily, I have I do not see Avengers Assemble anywhere on here. And you got to think, it's Avengers Assemble at this point pretty much has, has to already be done. Yeah. You know? um, but it looks like Yu-Gi-Oh! Series 3, which was supposed to come out May 27th, is now June or to be determined. Which kind of sucks because a lot of us are doing Yu-Gi-Oh! OP kits right now. And you're, you were, I mean, I know we were hoping to have that to be able to use for the last couple months, at least one month. So hopefully we get it before month six is up. Actually, it looks like most of the May stuff got pushed back to June. The uh, That Spider-Man symbiote OP kit we're all looking forward to, that's pushed back. The Avengers Fast Forces, the Ant-Man, the Age of Ultron OP series, the, uh, let's see, some Dice Master stuff that we don't care about. 
the Battle of the Millennium, Millennium. storyline oh. OP kit. That might be the final OP kit. No, it didn't. It, why does it say 527 on oh, left? And OP, OP kit 5. five. I bet, but it's five twenty seven to five twenty seven. Like they didn't change it. Maybe that. Maybe they basically oh, no, they didn't change some of these. Maybe things. they're not sure if it's going to get out on time or not. So they're just. I mean, it's Yu Gi Oh, so it's there. probably bottom priority for them anyway. Yeah, exactly. How long did the other Yu Gi Oh sets get delayed? Like the first one, like almost a year, if not more than that. But back on the topic of Avengers Assemble news, Austin. I'm so excited for this one, Hunter. As a, Dark Avengers is like one of my favorite like teams to. When we first started, I played Norman Osborn and all those Dark Avengers, and I said, "Man, I really wish they'd make a Ragnarok." That was probably my f- favorite time period in Marvel comics. Was the Civil War, Reign or Dark Reign? Civil War and Dark Reign, which included Dark Avengers Secret Warriors book, was going on back then, which was really good. There was just a lot of good Marvel books back then. And it seems like, as I was telling Hunter, it seems like this set so far, they're focusing on filling in either new Avenger stuff or stuff from that period. Because, I mean, we saw Secret Warriors earlier. I mean, I'm sure the Manifold's not going to be the only one with the keyword in this set. Ragnarok is our super rare prime. So yep. expect him to be highly looked after, considering uh, the character and considering how good this dial is, honestly. Yeah. 200 points, 8 range, double bolt, Indom flight... Um, as Guardian, Dark Avengers, and Robot keywords. Robot's a key one here because if I recall, doesn't that Tony Stark and Extremis? Or no, uh, who's yeah? He's the one who mind controls robots, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um, he has a trait, Abomination of Midgard. He modifies his attack and damage by plus one when targeting a character with the Asgardian or Avengers keyword. So anytime you're running an event where everyone has where Asgardian's <laughs> a legal choice, he has a keyword and he's good against. Not them. to mention Avengers is like half the current modern meta as after these next two sets. Yeah, for sure. After this year, it definitely. Will. Um, top dial, you're already looking at a ten movement running shot, twelve attack energy explosion, eighteen defense improve, five damage shape change. So when you target an Avenger or Asgardian, OG a thirteen six. Um. He drops down dial to some uh, melee with some charge, super strength, invul, and then into is that close combat expert quake invul, and he loses a movement power. Mm-hmm. Uh, wraps out his dial with some pinsai and sidestep, and a special defense power. The thunder is mine. He can use impervious. When this power is first revealed, stop turning the dial, and all opposing characters adjacent to Ragnarok are knocked back a number of squares equal to the damage dealt to Ragnarok this action. Hmm. This power and its knockback can't be ignored. Interesting. I've said before, like, I want more non-ignorable knockback. And yeah. so that's pretty I mean, sweet. I think Quake in general should always be non-ignorable. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I like this guy. 200 points. And if we get a Thor set as the next one, which we're kind of due for a Thor set, I mean, this guy's going to be a monster. I'm always wary of playing figures 200 or more that can be outwitted and taken out easily, though. That's true. But he does have nine clicks of life, which is a decent amount. And he always hits hard. Like, yeah. his lowest clicks have threes, but they also have close combat value. But for the most part, he has lots of fives and fours in there. What's the Dark Avengers ATA? Is that the one where if someone shot at them previously, you get plus one attack? That one, I don't remember. Now, we know what the Asgardian ATA does. That one gives willpower top click. He's not going to need that one. Yeah. So, yeah, he'd more likely use the Dark Avengers. When an opposing character takes damage from an attack by a character using this team ability, modify that opposing character's defense negative one till end of turn. Hmm. Each opposing character can have this modifier applied more than once per turn. For four points, not too bad. And then the robot ATA, which gives you perplex for other robots, yeah, is, would be good on him, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
I mean, like, I would run him with that extremist Tony. Mind control him, run him around the map, get multiple swings out of him each turn, because even at minus one damage, he's still solid. I really like this Thor, too. Me, too. I mean, he's not my absolute favorite Thor, but I like him. He is, of course, the super rare, the opposite of the prime Ragnarok. He has a trait that is called... An, it's an Avengers world. Now, I'm. we got to assume that it's Cap and similar, Iron Man yeah. will probably have similar traits, sort of like the Trinity in the Trinity War. Thor and adjacent friendly characters with a lower point value. He's 228 at top, so almost everybody else on his team, pretty much. And the Avengers keyword can use energy explosion. Oh, gee. If they're named Cap or Iron... Well, Captain America or Iron Man... They don't have to be adjacent or a lower point value. Sounds familiar, right? Sounds yeah. like the Trinity team ability. So hopefully That's pretty sweet, actually. Cap and Iron Man give something good, too. He has a, as I said, 228 or a 100. At 228, you're getting nine clicks of life. At 100, he only has one, two, three, five. four, five clicks, but he's very melee-based. His 228 dial is all range combat and his 100 dial is all melee i really like that yeah depending when i'm building my team if i'm really wanting to play this thor i have two op you know two ways to set up my, my and team. the dial set up the way you like you like ranged into melee you don't like melee into range yeah for the most nine times out of ten yeah, yeah. that's the way you want your Unless dial to <laughs> he has a pulse wave top dial too always good with the uh, eight range, so I mean he's got a twelve attack, eight range, so a four square pulse wave. How much damage are we looking at there, Hunter? Only a five. That's it. Uh, I want to bring up though, he also has enhancement there, and with that being adjacent to an Avenger and giving them energy explosion, that's mm-hmm. pretty sweet. It is. He has running shot and pulse wave for all four of those extra clicks you get at two twenty eight. Five damage the first three. His top defense power is invincible but after that it's impervious uh i really like i really like the 100 point option also i like them both don't get me wrong but i think you get a decent amount of of clicks for 100 considering you start off with good values charge 11 and 4 and an invincible and then an invincible that's the most important part. yeah it wouldn't be worth five clicks to me if not for that invincible right um, the other thing is, I mean, if you're bringing him for support purposes, like giving energy explosion and stuff, you're fine with him being up in the fray f- if you're giving a Tony freaking EE on one of the ones that has like three or four volts. Yeah. Um, his, I'm, last, his middle three clicks of that melee dial also are flurry. Flurry 433. Three. And if you happen to not kill him, he has a 19 regen on his last click. One thing I want to bring up that's kind of cool is we know that, I mean, you can basically assume Cap's going to get in power. At some point, either on a top click or, or mm-hmm. on one of... If he has multiple dials. So, I mean, sticking in power next to him and be slapping for five damage, Flurry. Uh, and we forgot to say his keywords. Asgardian, Avengers, Deity, and Warrior. Yeah, they're bringing back Warrior more now? Because, I mean, they seem to have, like, lulled and using it for a bit there. That, I believe, is it besides the three that you just posted. Now, yep. where did you post... Did I share it them was, on Dial each yet for you? I believe you did. Let's Let's double check. No, I no. didn't. So they're on talk, the talk about this while I'm spoiling those for you. Well, here's the problem. I don't know who two of those characters are, but so the uh, right now the Canadian Nationals are going on, and WizKids is streaming this. I want to bring that up because it is really important that as a community we kind of try to support this kind of stuff when it happens. Most trading card games, if you've ever followed them, like Magic and stuff like that, tend to uh, stream all the matches and everything. And the tools exist to stream the table straight online to your home. It's free to watch. Anyone can watch it. There's a nice chat. You can talk strategy, ask questions. 
Um, well, they're streaming the Canadian uh, Canadian Nationals right now, and between matches, they've been alternating these little slides about characters from Avengers Assemble and like guessing like stuff about them and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, it, it's really great. Uh, I would honestly suggest, even if like you're not that big into meta, swing by, check it out, uh, watch it. Yeah, They've got a good setup too for it. I mean, we don't. We're not super big into the. We, I, somewhat keep up with it, but it's it's more about the fact of getting the popular getting hero clicks out there in yeah. general. It has nothing. Even if you don't care, turn it on and don't even watch it. It's yeah. just the point of getting numbers up, showing that this can be something. Maybe if this gets good numbers, some we'll other people. Worlds. Yeah, some other people start streaming hero clicks. I know um, TCG players said, like, because they had the whole rigs and everything, and when I asked them when we held that ROC here, and they said uh, they were thinking about it, but they're unsure based on, like, viewership and stuff like that. So, I mean, if we get more people watching this stuff, we could see big tournaments all over the place. Every week you could have something to watch. Now, I'm tried to sh- I tried to share this for you, but it's not. I'm having trouble doing it, so That's I'll try cool. it again I can later. repost but... it later. Go ahead and talk about what you found. So the three slides each are, are basically a who's that clicks kind of thing. Um, the first one is uh, it has a precious gem space rock and plays with Norman Osborn's meds. I have no idea who this is. Moonstone, bro. That's what I thought, but the costume was throwing me off for some reason. Yeah, that was the uh, Dark Avengers costume, was it not? Was it? I thought so. Um, the middle guy here. I guess I'm more used to seeing her as Miss Marvel. <laughs> Um, Scroll's worst enemy, former Olympian, the glasses make the man. I'm not sure who this guy is. Do you know who it is? I have no idea. His costume's red and green, like split down the middle. I'll look him up while we're while we're talking about the third one. And the third one is just Tony Stark. <laughs> if you don't know who the third one is. <laughs> it's Iron Man's black suit, though, which is pretty cool. And the sculpt looks awesome. Made Ultron, not... So let's see what what Marvel character. Let's look up former Olympian. His name's X-ray. Is it? I don't know. I'm just winging it because I assume the reason that he's anti scrolls. I that's what I when I saw scrolls worst care worst guy I was thinking like basically uh, grifter like where he can see through yeah. things but for Marvel and I was like I didn't realize that Marvel had someone like that. Well, there's a Marvel character named Olympian, but that's not it. To the Google. Because whenever I Google search it, it just comes up as... Yeah, so... Anyway, if we find it during the cast, we'll share who we think I'm it sure is. our fans are oh, going sure, to do butthole over this one. I'm sure there are some, but I don't know a whole lot of a, a super obscure Marvel characters. I can tell you some super obscure DC characters, but... I'm sure, like, it ends up this is actually a super popular character has been in the background of every event ever, and now we're just getting more on. I doubt it. Hold on, I might have found... No, never mind. So, anyways, that's what's going on in your clicks news. What's going on with uh, with us? Austin, what have you been doing lately, the last couple weeks? Working on my cosplay. Oh, that's right. Then what are you cosplaying, I forget? I'm uh, going as a House Targaryen knight from Game of Thrones. So it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. That was why you had the Khaleesi wig. Yeah. That we shared. On I am no longer wearing that wig, by the way. Oh, come on, man. I can't get it working. It just It's too much to take care of, and it's going to be way too hot to wear. Those of you who follow our Facebook group, I'm sure you remember. Got to see such a beautiful picture. The Khaleesi wig picture. I and got so many compliments for that picture, because apparently I'm a very pretty man. 
You know, I was thinking the other day, I came home and I was like, are there two human beings who look more like lesbians than Austin and Jordan? <laughs> like, if you, if I saw you two clean shaven, and I kind of saw you from the side, like a little ways away, I would just literally just, my brain would automatically assume that you were two lesbians. So, exactly what you look like. To celebrate our graduation from high school, we all went to China Buffet, like 40 of us, and uh, we're all sitting there eating, and... We got this straight shooting friend named Jeff. Like, the guy just tells it like it is. And Jordan looks at him and goes, Jeff, do I look like a girl to you? And he goes, well, you wouldn't look out of place at a WNBA game. He said, do I look, yeah, do I look like a lesbian? <laughs> or do I look like a lesbian to you? <laughs> oh, that was great. I, uh, I've been watching Star Trek. Which one are you on now? I'm done. I'm, I'm completely done. I've been with in... The ori- or with all of it? Yeah, see, here's the thing. For the listeners out there who don't know me that well, I'm, I'm really big into sci-fi stuff, but yet I never watched any Star Trek my entire life until now. Uh, for one, we didn't have much, we didn't really have TV when I was growing up. It was we, local TV or we, nothing. We grew up in the boonies on a farm, um, and when I did watch TV-related things, it was always sports. So I, I never watched Star Trek, um, never got into it really, never had any friends really big into it either, so... Uh, everybody has always told me, "Oh, you got to watch Star Trek." You know, you got to watch it. So, I started from the very beginning with the original, original series. Actually, enjoyed it a decent amount. The very original series, um, I liked. I do want to note: we got to be careful with our words here because this is like there's ice, and these fans are gonna like tear us. I'm just gonna give my honest <laughs> opinion. I didn't like the original series. I, I didn't love it, but I liked it. It's I really appreciated it because I I realized I watched it all on Netflix because all of these are on Netflix now, which is very nice. And yeah. honestly it made it a million times easier. I saw it shows you the date when the show came out. It's yeah. like sixty seven or something. Yeah. So I'm like, well this show's forty years old. So I went into it thinking like this show's forty years old. And while I was watching I was like, you know, this is for you know, forty years ago, this show would have 50, been the shit. Yeah, I you guess want it, to feel old all of a sudden. I guess it was fifty. <laughs> I was like, you know, this show would have been way ahead of its time. Yeah, and I really liked Spock. I hated uh, Bones. I can't. I don't know why. I don't like that dude. I don't like the guy that <laughs> plays him. I don't like the character. He's just annoying. He's so annoying. To anyway, uh, as he bad was, as Wesley Crusher. I really liked. Uh, no, I didn't like Crusher either. Nobody liked Wesley but, uh, Crusher. I really will eat, and I hope you're listening to this podcast. I liked the rest of the cast. I liked <laughs> Sulu a lot, and uh, it was a, it was an entertaining show, as bad as it is. One thing on every Star Trek movie or show, except for the two new ones, the the fist combat is so bad. I know it's worse than any show or TV I've or any movie I've ever seen in my I life. I still will never get tired of freaking uh, Kirk fighting that lizard yes. monster. It's yes. like the greatest scene I've of bad you. ever. I texted you and I'm like, this is literally. You asked me if I had seen it. I was like, it's been all over the internet for years. This buddy. is the worst hand to hand combat I have ever seen in my life. Uh, and it continued, like even in the new Star Trek. Any they need, yeah, no, it's they true. need someone who remotely knows. They what need to hire doing. the guy who did the choreography for John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a transition. Uh, next one was Next Generation. Ended up being my favorite. It sounds it's like everybody's so, I was favorite. Gonna say, it sounds like it's everybody's. It's just so well acted. Uh, I really hated Data at first, and then he was like my favorite character when it was all said and done. Oh, Despot is the greatest thing ever. Uh, I'll, yeah, no, 
I really liked all the characters for the most part. I think that's why I liked that show the best is there wasn't a single character that I disliked. And in a lot of the other shows, there's always at least one. I feel like that's how Deep Space Nine was with me. Was there were people in Deep Space Nine I hated. Now Deep Space Nine was next, and that was probably I don't know. I I love Next Generation, but I'm afraid it's nostalgia goggles. I just watched Deep Space Nine recently, and I really did like it. I real quick Next Generation. My favorite episode was the visit, the one where, or no, wait, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Deep Space Nine. My favorite episode of Deep Space Nine was when the son of the captain, it's like set way in the future, and a woman comes to his house and is like, oh, you're, you're a famous author, blah, blah, blah. I was actually coming oh, yeah, out here to find him. And it like goes back in time and shows like what happens with him and his dad. That fucking episode could have been like a movie and would have been like an amazing movie. It, that was really well done. My favorite was probably, uh, I like the one with the crazy Cardassian dictator that they have. The actor that played that guy was so good. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the it's guy. one of the... I like, think he's in Next Generation, too, because when I saw him pop up on Deep Space Nine, I was like, this guy was in Next most Generation. Most of the guest actors show up in, like, both se- both series as other characters or multiple times the same characters. Freaking Garrick, the tailor, in Deep Space Nine is awesome, too. I love that guy. The Cardassian tailor yeah. that's just making smart-ass comments all the time. I liked Deep Space Nine, but I didn't love it. There were a lot of very bleh episodes, oh, and yeah. the first few seasons were total shit. I told you, <laughs> I I almost didn't keep watching it. Uh, the wor- one of the worst episodes like ever made out of the entire Star Trek series to me is the one where they get sucked into the board game in like season one of Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Like that is just acting, like story plotline wise, everything was so bad. Unfortunately, Star Trek was n- not enjoyable after that. Enterprise. Uh, Did you watch Enterprise? Yeah, I watched everything. I watched the good and the bad. I started Enterprise and couldn't continue it. Um, I did find it. I did. Why don't you just leave your cap off of your drink? I'm sorry, it's habit. <laughs> it's funny because you unscrew it, you take a drink, and, and screw ten it seconds it. later you do it again. <laughs> um, I did find it fun because when I first started watching it, the captain chick, I was like. This chick looks so familiar. Like, where do I know her from? And then it finally hit me that it's red off of uh, Orange is the New Black. She's, like, one of the best characters on that show. Um, I liked her character on that that Star Trek uh, Which series. one, Voyager or Enterprise? It was... Enterprise is the newest, newest one. No, it was Voyager. It wasn't the newest, it's, newest uh, one. It's Captain Janeway. Janeway, yeah. I liked her character... And I liked a couple of the other ones. And the freaking Borg chick was hot as hell. Seven for, well, for well, sure. Oh, gee, Hunter, welcome to 1995 or what this the hell? This is all new to me. <laughs> that's, why, that's why it's funny. I'm just giving you a perspective. The newest one I w- was actually excited for because I liked the premise. Yeah. The first episode of the newest, what's it called, uh, Enterprise? Yeah. The premise, like when I realized that it was set back before everything... I was like, hmm, this is cool. And, like, they start talking about technology. They start talking about, like, phasers and stuff. Like, it hasn't came out yet. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be interesting. But it's really... It it had it had cool ideas and it had cool episodes. But the acting was not very good, that I was, didn't think. That was what killed it for me was and, the And um, it just never... It was always slightly below mediocre. And it never had any good episodes. Like, Deep Space Nine was usually 
meh, but every now and then mm, it would have really, really cool episodes, yeah. so I liked it in the end, but this, the, no, it was bad. I liked it better than Voyager, but I still didn't like it. My problem with Voyager was just there was no logic in anything they did in that damn series. They have, like, four opportunities to go home at, like, no cost or anything, basically, and they don't take them. And I really liked the two new movies. I, watched I love all, the two new I movies. I watched all the movies. Rathacon was the best one, and obviously that one. That's the, the one, one that has the legacy. Liked, but... I really liked the two new movies a lot. Yeah. But anyways. Star Trek is great. Star Trek was great. All Overall, it was good. Firefly is a million times better, but uh, overall, it was good. You I'm should. like on the last episode of House now. I can go watch Firefly. Why are you even watching House? Because I used to watch it all the time, and I got all the way up, and I never finished that final season. It's and okay. it, it was terrible. I wish I hadn't. We all have bad shows that we like to watch. I just like Hugh Laurie. No, I was explaining this. I hate everyone on that show and everything about that show, except Hugh Laurie and the guy who plays Owen. Like, those two guys are freaking hilarious. See, that's why you should just watch Scrubs, because Scrubs has the perfect amount of uh, jackassery doctor yes. in it without having to, the whole show to just be <laughs> Exactly. All right, let's play some Bad Samaritan, but we're going to do it one-on-one. Should we give me two guesses per turn? Or I'll is give that, you two guesses. Is that too much? No, I'll give you two guesses. Because I gotta. That's think. probably better than having a Drew, but for sure, I was, I was gonna say like, well, also because I, my mind's gonna be on the same track. But then again, that could be a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, because you want, uh, you want. Sometimes when you play this, you get you get in your head that you have it figured out and you're close, and really you're way off. So sometimes it's better to get two perspectives. Self sabotage is painful, but I guess we'll find out. All right, so if you've never played Bad Samaritan. What you do, well, first of all, the game works is Austin is the host, I guess, and he has three Heroclix figures. They will all be modern age, but other than that, we have no idea what they are. Austin knows what they are. I do not. I have to guess. Now, I get three rounds of clues. I get two clues on each round. They are randomly generated. We have a paper here that tells us what we get, and... He has to tell me the clues, and I have to make guesses. Now, typically, each person only gets one guess. Since it's just me, we'll do. We'll give me two guesses, um, and uh, I get yeah, I get two guesses after each round of clues. If after three rounds of, of guesses I still fail, then Austin wins. If you want to follow along, just listen to the clues that Austin gives, and then pause the podcast, <coughs> formulate your own guess on who you think it is, and then unpause the podcast and look and wait for your next clue. I'm allergic to people that are terrible at Bad Samaritan. We're going to find out here. But I'm starting off with the free play. Oh, wait, play. sorry. Drew's not here. <laughs> I just started off with the free play and range and number of bolts. For my free play, I'll go... Range and number of bolts. I'll go set. So set and range and number of bolts. Trinity War. Oh, damn. Seven range, one bolt. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Death Storm. Nope. All right. You get two guesses. Oh, that's right. Firestorm. Nope. <laughs> Alright. Free play and starting attack power. Pulse wave. Pulse wave, seven range, one bolt. Pulse. Oh, and I get a free play. Um, I want to do keyword, but that's probably not good. Well, set number. 33. Oh, damn. I, know. I hate those middle of the pack ones. I know, because you can't tell what they are. I think it would be a rare, but it might be an uncommon. Alright, so we're talking Pulse Wave in the rare or uncommon slot. 7 range, 1 bolt. Trinity War. 
Uh, Lex Luthor? Yep. Oh, yeah, baby. I was hoping you were going to go with something like, because uh, his special power, I could have done back underground or right under their noses. That would and it would have thrown you off a little bit. not have gotten that at all, yeah. All right, second figure. I'm starting off with set and opening damage power. Guardians of the Galaxy and telekinesis. Damage power, not attack power. Oops, shape change. Well, now you know the attack power. Too. All right, here we go. Um, TK shape change. I have not an, any idea whatsoever. Good, I figured that was either going to throw you off or put you right uh, on. Who would have shape chain? Dire Wraith Queen? Nope. Alright. Oh wait, she has Psychic Black. Uh, starting movement power and... We already did that one. Free play. Um, let's do the movement power first. No movement power. No movement. TK shape change. Probably a supporty figure if it doesn't have a starting movement power. I know it's Guardians. Let's go set number again. 29. Damn it. <laughs> Well, in that set, I think 29 would be an uncommon. Do you think that, honey? It could be a rare, though, damn it. Why don't you pick something that's like 50s or 60s or that's too zero, easy. zero, one? Because the super rares are way too, like, they give it away way too easy because they're very specific characters. All right, so we got no movement power. We got TK shape change. And what was my number again? 27? Yep, 29. 29. can already feel that I'm not going to get it. Because it's... I would have thought it would be a generic, but 29 is way too high to be a generic. Is it, Hunter? It, it, uh, Moon Dragon. It is Moon Dragon. God damn, I'm good at this game, Wilson. Oh. Alright. I just remembered she didn't have a movement power. Alright, last figure. That's what I was saying. I figured, like, that set of... Knowing that top click... Team Ability, Generic Keyword. Team Ability, Calculator. Generic Keyword, None. No, none. That throws me off, actually. Even well, calculator at least is not like a crazy popular team ability. Uh, no generic though. You know it's DC now. I know it's not Cheetah because she has animal. Uh, gem. No, gentleman goes has mystics. Hmm. There's a lot of Teen Titans calculators that I don't remember that could throw me off. Let's go. Um, no, Deathstroke and Cheshire would both have martial artists. I'm pretty sure they all do. Who are some of the new calculators? Shit, I'm totally lost right now. It's okay, Hunter. I still love you. Man. Could also be from Flash because they have a lot of calculators, and a lot of the rogues didn't get generic keywords. All right, I'm I'm going down that train. Let's go. Um, Mirror Master and Pied Piper. Nope. Alright. Wave 2. Point value and free play. Let's do point value first. 99. Ooh. Hmm. And I'll go set. Justice League Trinity War. Damn it. 99 points. Trinity War calculator. You would think the 99 would be easy to... I know, but at the same time, I was like, man, actually, there are a lot of pieces around. I really haven't paid attention to a lot of Trinity War like I should. That Calculated. was my hope when I picked this. Were they? Were these all... No, you had two from Trinity War. I was going to say, were yeah. these all from Trinity War? No, I'm not doing that again. I did that that one time with Guardians of the Galaxy. I did get you with two of them from that, but... 
The 99 does sound familiar. <clears throat> Someone's at home like, you're fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it's Superman. Hmm. Uh, Doctor, no, he doesn't have fucking team. Eh, maybe the Doctor Savannah and I don't think Doctor Savannah even has a fucking calculator. Uh, I think he does. And Catwoman. It's Catwoman. Yes. So I was shocked when the ninety nine points. Like, yeah, I was like, I know that. My brain was like, No, you know this somewhere in the depths. See, you always get it on your fourth guess all three times. So I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, had we had Drew, you wouldn't have. No, got- I got that one. On oh yeah, you got third. Lex Luthor on your third. Had we yeah, had but, Drew, yeah, but more clues, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now you're up three points. Let's do some community, and then we'll talk about Daredevil. We don't have a whole lot of mailbag. I'm going to start off with dial design. This month we did something different. We did basically participation voting. So anyone who submitted a dial has to send me a PM on the last two days of their top three dials, and they have to rank them. And then I give points out based on what ranking you got. So it's all user-based voting this time. Um, it's It hasn't really been too close. We do have some front runners. But the cool thing about this voting system is like you can get a shit ton of points compared to where your number's always out of 10 so basically your maximum number from us would always be 30. This time it's like if ever if a lot of people are like your dial, you can score a ton of points in one round. So there we don't know who's going to win yet. I'll say that much. We have a three or f- we have actually five or six people who are easily within reach of winning. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Go to hcrealms.com. Go to the creative corner. And that's where you'll always find our di- our dial design threads. That's where you will also find the best build thread that I'm about to post today. Uh, you can also submit your best builds without using HC Realms. I'll explain all that in a moment. By the way, Hunter, thanks <coughs> to Reddit, we now have an answer of who the green and red guy was. Who's that? He's 3D Man. And I told you we could have made this shit up and probably got it. How did I possibly not know that guy. 3D Man? Shame on me for not knowing 3D man. Tisk, tisk, Hunter. So what's the best build going to be about this, this time? So it, if you never have done best build, because it has been quite a while since we've done this, so there may be some new listeners who don't know how best build works. Basically, I'm going to give you an assignment right now, and the, I'll tell you what the build rules are for this event. And this... <laughs> give me your Give me your top <laughs> No! Give it to me. Don't spill it! You have a habit. You're not going to spill it. It's my house anyway. <laughs> You're not going to spill it. He looks over and I'm sitting there just slowly unscrewing You have like an OCD obsession with It's not my fault. <laughs> I was born this way. All right. So the way it works is you build a team. That's it. All you have to do is think, if I were playing in this event, what, what team would I build and bring with me? Uh, then you send the team build to me at either on HD Realms, on the HeroClick subreddit, or to our email, dialh for HeroClicks. That's all one word, all spelled out at gmail.com so here's what the build is 1000 points golden age all figures on your team have to be 125 points or more I call I call this event beefcake because everybody's beefy and we like to say we like to say beefers a lot on this podcast. I'm just saying beef may or may not be what's for dinner so all your figures have to be 125 or more points that's it 
everything else goes except for feats and battlefield conditions. And if you use feats and battlefield conditions still at this point, get out of the Stone Age, guys. I'm just joking. I'm sure they're fun. We just don't. Maybe Mammoth's pretty good, Hunter. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really <laughs> What's wrong with the Stone Age? Man? If you're playing Mammoth with <laughs> no, I'm saying like three maybe... feats against Devil Dinosaur with no, like four feats. My joke just got completely butchered. I was saying maybe <laughs> Mammoth tastes pretty good. <laughs> no, but you can still butcher a bad I joke like a bad Mammoth. I thought it related to the Stone Age comment. <laughs> yeah, because it's the Mammoth. Like okay. you hunt it, you eat it. Regardless of our bad jokes. Maybe they don't want to leave the Stone Age because Mammoth Steak is delicious. Build the team, send it to me at the email account or on HC Realms or on Reddit. That's it. Now, if you don't know how it works, Austin and I and Drew will actually use these teams. So And we will fail miserably with We'll them. take all the teams, we'll pick three, we'll each pick one. We will play those teams at the tournament coming up at our local venue. And then whichever of us does the best... Whichever of you guys built that team will get uh, custom poker chips. I just want to bring up the fact that the last two best build contests, I have gone 2-0, and oh, flawless top score, and then lost to Hunter in the final round now. <laughs> uh, the best build submissions are due by this coming Thursday, which will be the 31st, I believe. No, 30th. April 30th. And uh, by the end of the day. So, tournament by then. We'll pick three, and we're actually playing that next weekend. Oh, sweet. So I'm so, going to build a team for next week. So it'll be pretty soon. Go laziness. All right, let's head over to the mailbag here. Eric Lennel, look at this Look at this guy turning it in right. If he would have waited just a few more seconds, he would not have made it into the show. That's why he's the super fan. That's though. why he's super fan Eric Lennel. Number one, who would you cast as the Inhuman Royal Family? I feel like we've been asked this a million times. I feel like we have. I feel like well, we've been asked this twice by Eric Lennel. I think, well, then again, no, I think he's asked other questions. I don't think he's asked who would we would cast as the Inhumans. I do think... Who'd be a good Black Bolt? I do think Vin Diesel would be a good Black Bolt. I could see other people, though, being... Honestly, it wouldn't be super hard to to do a good Black Bolt. If, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I'm trying to It think. would all be about body language and subtleties. I've got an actor in my head that would play the perfect Karnak, and I can't think of who he is or what he's been in. You know who honestly would be good for uh, uh, Black Bolt is the guy who plays Daredevil. Like, he has the frame. Yeah. He has good... I, I really like him. I've, I mean, we're going to talk about him in a minute, but I think he's a, a really good actor. Yeah. Um... So, honestly, Black Bolt, I'm not going to be too picky on that. Yeah, Black Bolt could be about damn near anybody. Medusa. Jason Momoa from Medusa. Yeah, you could do that. Fucking killing people with their dreadlocks. Hmm. I got a feeling they're going to cast somebody really bad for Medusa. Because they always pick awful females for their roles. I agree. Do they they not? They'll pick it on star power. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're... I don't know who, but I feel like they're going to pick somebody awful. It sucks because Medusa is such a good character, too. Yeah. And she's necessary. I feel like... She's like the perfect mix of... Medusa's the real star of Inhumans, honestly. I feel like if you're casting Inhumans, casting Black Bolt and Medusa separate doesn't work. You need to pick two actors that work really well together... And they may, and you can tell there's synergy between them. Like you can't just like wing it one of each way. This is something we're gonna have to think about and get back because I can't. I actually do care who they cast. Whereas a lot of these questions we get asked, I don't really give a shit about. Uh, the Inhumans are one of my favorite oh, things Maximus. in comics. Although I gotta say they're kind of ruining Inhumans. <laughs> 
Why do you gotta ruin everything that I like, Marvel? Why do you gotta undo Civil War? Why do you gotta ruin Inhumans and Mutants? But uh, Keanu Reeves for Maximus. No, Keanu Reeves is not allowed to be involved. I in love Keanu Reeves. You shut your whole mouth. Even out. though I actually really enjoy the Constantine movie. I love Keanu Reeves. Look, I like his movies, but his movies are good in spite of him, not because of him. Am I right or am I right? Keanu Reeves is a very spe- no. I want you. I want you to think about this. The best Keanu Reeves movies: Matrix, first one, right? Please, you, please tell me you've seen the Matrix. I've seen all the. Matrix I'm just checking because you've not I've seen, seen the Matrixes many times. John Wick. Yeah, but I feel like I didn't. I didn't like Keanu Reeves necessarily in the Matrix. I feel like they could have put about anyone in the Neo role and it would have been fine. That's my point. But like John Wick is where he works best, where he's a quiet kind of protagonist, where he doesn't have to do much acting because he's such a great actor. That. No, you you're right until that last one. No, no that's my point. Like the movies are good because they have good fight choreography, a pretty interesting plot, and the actor, the main character, doesn't have to be relied upon too much. Yeah, for it to be a good movie. No, I understand. I feel like I his, just like Keanu I feel Reeves. like his movies are good in spite of him, not because of him. Whereas Denzel Washington, it's like you throw him in a shitty movie, but yet it somehow is like really good. Or Will Smith for the same same exact reason. It's I don't like, know. He couldn't save Hancock. I didn't like. I didn't, I didn't mind, hate Hancock. I, yeah, I didn't mind Hancock as much as a lot of people did. Honestly, I mean, it wasn't amazing or it, great. It had or its problems, but at the same time, it had its it, I wasn't too. expecting it to be some deep. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, we got way off on a tangent there. Um, we'll we'll, we'll get this black bolt. We'll think about that. We'll get back. Is the new Nova worth it on an Avengers team if you use the Aven- uh, the Nova Core AT? Did you guys talk about it last week? We did. I, I love this figure. I think he's, for one, we realized somehow, even though I've been reading Nova for like over 15 years, I never realized that his name is Dick Rider because it's Richie. <laughs> so, uh, now, I'm going to give one guess, Austin. I can't read Nova anymore. <laughs> what? One guess as to who pointed that out. <laughs> I'm gonna Just go one live guess. here and assume it was the Drewster. <laughs> but um, Rainbow Raider and Nova best friends for ex- life. I just think he's expensive. He is. I do like his top dial a lot, a whole lot. I just he's cool. Like I, I would. He's too much. I, I still don't think he's worth playing even. Oh, he doesn't have Indom, does he? No, let's... Here, he's gonna... I'm gonna play him at least once, because he looks fun, and that sculpt is super sick, for for sure. Uh, if it's a... If it's a tournament I actually care about winning or doing well in, I'm not playing this Nova. Whether it's with the ATA or not. Yeah. Number no, th- I can see that. Is there any chance you can have Drew and Austin argue about Little Caesars? Well, I'll save this, and we'll talk about it No, next I think week. me and Drew agree on that. Isn't it you that hates it? Yeah, but uh, Drew doesn't like it that much either. Oh, man, we are going at it. Um, what is your favorite cheat meal? Taco night. Well, we eat, at, we eat out, me and Drew and Austin and sometimes other people. On every on Saturday. Every night. Saturday. Well, for one, we also usually, on Fridays, go to Chicago's Pizza Buffet. That's probably my favorite cheat meal. I had to stop doing that because, like, I've been doing the calorie count. I'm 40 pounds down now. It's pretty awesome. I'm pretty happy with that. But I can't do Chicago's anymore because I'm cut. 
I cut myself to like a thousand calories, mm-hmm. and Chicago's doesn't have a nutrition menu. Oh, trust me, I found so it. So I have to wing that shit. Yeah, I do it too, and it totally ruined my my macros yesterday. <laughs> so I've been pretty. I've been trying to be really good to make up for um, it. Like, a, a place we recently went to that I really liked, and I was actually craving it the other day, is uh, what was that? Italian place. Buca de Peppo's. Buca de Peppo. I really liked it. I actually did too. And I brought that food home. You know what I did the next day? I pulled out that chicken parmesan and ate it. And I was like, that is still good microwave. I know. Like the one that, whatever the hell it was I had, is literally the best Italian dish I've ever had in my life. See, the thing was, we were suggested to go here, but no one warned us that one, it was going to be that pricey. But it was that pricey because when you order, it's basically an order for like two or three people. So me, Drew, and Hunter sit down and we've got these giant ass plates of food in front of us and we're like, well, yeah, that was great. I loved it. Number five, should the UFC even bother having Belfort fight Weidman since Vitor's off TRT? Well, first of all, Eric, from now on, you have to include at least one MMA-related question every week because I did not realize that you were into MMA. That's um, how I felt about half the stuff he responds to me on Twitter. I was like, I didn't know you were into this. This is why you're the super Now, fan. number five, um, no. <laughs> Let's be honest. You can never count Vitor out because he has knockout power and he does have really fast hands. But he's getting old. He's off TRT and steroids. Now, luckily for him, Weidman got hurt. And Vitor's had more time to reacclimate to not being roided up, for lack of a better wording. Roided out. If they had fought when they were supposed to fight, Wyden would have beat the living shit out of him. And honestly, I think Machida is way better than Vitor, and Weidman beat Vitor. I mean, obviously it's a different matchup, but it's not that different of a matchup, I don't think, because of it's more about hand. I don't know. I, I really don't see how he wins. I don't at all see how he wins. Me neither. I, really I totally don't. like the massive multiplayer. Now, him and Luke Rockhold, arts. if they do fight after this, that is a good fight. I think, obviously, Weidman's still the favorite, but that's a good fight be- just because of how big Rockhold is. But, I mean, Chris is big, too, for the weight class. Anyway. Can I have my back? My left hand's, nope. like, twitching. I know. Find something to do. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's driving me and It's too loud and distracting. <laughs> But you don't realize it because you've done it your whole life. Probably. I know. <laughs> Chris Britton. Hey, guys, they just spoiled the new Thor for the upcoming Avengers set. Yeah, we, we talked about him just a few minutes ago. I feel like I'm still waiting for my definitive Thor. However, as he is a super rare, and along with this trait, I feel like we can expect a Cap and Iron Man super rare with traits similar to his. How do you guys feel? That's yep. for sure. Um, they're basically copying and pasting Trinity War onto Avengers Assemble. With the character selection, the amount of characters in it, and and the uh, allocation and everything. I would just like to bring up that that is an amazing idea, because Trinity War was a solid asset. Yeah, I, and Avengers Symbol looks good, too. As far as a definitive Thor, I do like this one. I do, too. I don't think he's perfect, but I think he's up there. I, I, I definitely i am going to want to But here's the thing. Him. like If you told me to design a Thor, I don't know what the hell I'd do with it. There's too many different things Thor can do. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of the Superman issue. It's Although the, the they have done well with Superman, yeah. Because I really like the uh, the defensive powers he gets, but where I he mean, can like, like take hits for other people and is all about rescue. Do you make a Thor that can that's good at throwing his hammer? Do you make a Thor right. that's good in melee? Do you make one that plays with lightning more? I mean, like, there's just so many options. There is. It's hard. I think you do. I think my perfect one would be a mix of this one 
and the one that we always call free swing Thor. Yeah. Where he's like pissed off and yeah. like gets free swings if you're next to him and you just hit him. That's the uh, marquee figure for the Avengers movie set first one? I don't think so. It's that set. It's, I know it's that set, but, but I, I don't think it it's the marquee. I think it's. Number. No, the marquee one was the shitty one. No, the marquee one's decent. But if you're talking about free comic book day, Thor. Oh, yeah, that one. Sorry. No, that, that one's decent. Um, the one we're talking about, I think, might be number 38. Oh, more. Or 20. 20. Yep. So, this guy, this Avengers movie Thor, this is one of our favorite Thors. We used to play a lot when we would do, like, custom events that I'd make, like, Civil War and stuff like Secret Invasion and stuff. Uh, he has a damage power where if he begins a turn adjacent to an opposing character 75 points or more at the beginning of your turn, he can make a close combat attack as a free action, if able, and uses Battle Fury. So, like, something that represents something fun like that, because that power is super fun yeah. when you're playing it. Um, mixed with a little pulse wave. A little top dial pulse wave and then having pissed off and getting free swings at the end. Actually, I feel like Ragnarok's almost kind of like what I what I would have wanted out of a perfect Thor. Like, it's a really solid Thor dial. <laughs> and I'll check the Dial H Facebook group for any new messages. I think we did have... I think we did have one. Patrick McGee asked about Daredevil, so we'll talk about that in just a moment. Malcolm says... If you could pick a song for any hero clicks, which hero clicks would get a song and why? Example, Iron Man has this song, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Well, first of all, Iron Man's hero click song is Whiskey Dick. Just, Aww. first of all. Poor Tony. We've sung that before on the on the podcast, and we did the infomercial. Those are all songs we, we made up. We have lots of songs, so any of the ones on the infomercial. We have a few more, but I'm, I'm going to save them because I think eventually, once we get enough, we'll make another infomercial. And do like, and we'll actually print the CDs and we'll sell them for big bucks. <laughs> do Hero Clicks Hits Volume Two at uh, a commercial. Patrick McGee. So let's. This will kick us into Daredevils. This is the last email question. I don't know if you started Daredevil yet, but I just found. Oh, we already talked about that. So, it, but you weren't with us. Uh, uh, Drew and I talked about it. Uh, the Stilt Man Easter egg. Did you see that? No. So you know the guy. Well. We probably shouldn't talk about that because it's right at the end. It might be spoiled. Well, no, because I, I do want to talk let's about the whole... Well, let's not get in detail. Let, let's say there's a guy at the end who, at, on the very last episode, makes something for Daredevil. Oh, yeah. And in his workshop, you can, you see, can see the stilts. stilts. Yeah. You can oh, see, like, cute. you can basically see this the, bot, the stilt part, but they're not extended all the way, but you can tell that that's what it is. So yeah, I saw that, and Stillman is freaking hilarious. Um, I do okay. without get. Let's try to keep it as spoiler free. If you're if I, you haven't watched Daredevil yet, before we start, if you haven't watched it yet and go you are it. gonna watch it, don't listen to the rest of the podcast. It's just gonna be Daredevil talk. But we're gonna try the best we can to not get into super specific scenes I want to talk about. First of all, the fight choreography is way better than I thought it was. Oh, yeah. I was honestly afraid that it wouldn't be. Like, that was one of my biggest fears was that what makes Daredevil to me is, like, I love the cool little action scenes and the way he fights because of his echolocation and all that stuff. And what sold me immediately on the series is the fight in the rain where they keep doing the slow-mo and you hear the knife hit every single raindrop. Yep. And he dodges from that. That was so cool. Second episode, I think. And yep. then the also, either that episode or the next one. Was the hallway scene? Yeah, with him taking out like the whole house of people. <laughs> and he's like, but what What I also like is he, he gets 
the shit kicked out of him too. Yeah, just like Daredevil does in comic. I mean, a little bit more than he does He's in a the comics. Hero, though that's how right. he should be. Yeah, and that's why I if it, when I look back, like if I had to like list my top ten characters, like that's why him and Punisher and Moon Knight. And Invincible, like Invincible, gets the shit beat out of him. That's and Batman, even to an extent. That's why they're like my favorites. I think is because I like it when my hero gets the shit kicked out of him yeah. all the time. It just doesn't. That's, and that's most people's beef with Superman. You know, is you don't he doesn't get his ass kicked enough. He's you don't you feel like it's hard to challenge him. Yeah, but, and then you have to make bigger and bigger villains. Exactly. But like fight choreography was great. Um, some of my favorite fight scenes, like ever, out of media came out of that. Series. They've done a really good job with some of that. But the one thing I want to bring up that I really love about this series that some people appear to be kind of irked about, I love the level of violence they've done, but I like the way they restrict it to very important moments. Yeah, I like the level of violence too. I'm not... And it's not that bad. It's I not know. that over the top. I mean, it does get a little... Well, people are saying like they expected Daredevil to be more tame, or because it's a Marvel property, that'd be more tame, but like... I feel like it's just enough, and it's mo- it's about the mafia and all this stuff exactly. like that. Like, you expect that. Exactly. But it makes me excited of the prospect of a Punisher series. Uh, if they go Punisher, they have to do full rated R. Like, they yeah. have to go balls deep if they're going to do Punisher. God, don't talk about that. You're getting excited. I know. But wouldn't that be... I mean, think about, like, you get take the exact same crew that made Daredevil, shift them over, put a guy in a skull t-shirt with a gun, and you have Punisher. I, the only super over-the-top violence scene I didn't like was the, the Spike one. There, yeah, Just because I thought it was a little uh, over-the-top and a little silly. And there's the point that, uh... But other than that, I like He wouldn't have been able to do that. Right, that's what I was, I was, that's exactly what I said after you. I was like, he wouldn't be able to do that. Like, no matter how crazy you are, you're, anyway. I like the guy who plays Kingpin. I think he's okay. I like I like him. At first, I wasn't that sold on him, and then there's a couple scenes that happen. I'm like, I could, I like him as Kingpin. Yeah, I like that they're trying. They show a you know, they the, try to develop him a lot and not make him just like he is in the comic. Like in the comics, he does have a different side to him, but um, they're kind of like way going over yeah. the top with that part. And it at first I liked it. Now I'm like really hoping they get more into the the crazy evil side of him and get get a little closer to the comics now. I think it's kind of their attempt to do an origin story of both the hero right. and the villain yeah. in season one. And then uh, I I'm looking I want to see more mystical aspects of Daredevil. I want to see more ninjas. Well, that's definitely where it's going. Yeah, and that makes me happy with Stick and Stick was great. And with the I love that guy. <laughs> I, I don't know that actor's name, but I anytime he's ever on a, like a guest on any show I or agree. A movie or anything, I'm like God. He's so badass on everything he does. Um, yeah, that was probably my favorite episode, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Um, there, I haven't laughed like the whole series is like there's it's got laughs like a uh, freaking God. What's his name? Is it Foggy? Yeah, fucking Foggy's hilarious. How do you not know Foggy? Avocado, avocados at law. I never get tired of that. Um, uh, did you notice that the fax machine uh, is called a? Uh, it's called Faxtron. Yeah, and then he makes the joke about uh, machines overruling us and all that stuff. That was great. Yeah, I, I like the casting, period. Um, at first, I didn't think I would like... Uh, what's her name? Rosario Dawson as Night Nurse. Even though I like her in most movies, I was like, she's a little... She 
in this show with everybody being like no name actors. Yeah. When she was in it, I was like, oh shit. I hope they don't like put her in the show all the time for no reason. But it's not. She's yeah. in it enough to to play her role in. She does a good job, and those are some of my. But even for no name actors, I mean, holy crap, that crew was great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're killing it. The casting is really good. Yeah, and I really liked the first episode, like because I feel like the first episode will hook people who don't, who aren't crazy into the comics. Like it, there. I didn't know Daredevil that well. It's an interesting premise. Like I feel like that if you just took the first episode. And you, it wasn't called Daredevil, no, it's called something else. There would be some normal Joes who don't read comics who Foggy watch it and, and are like, hey, I'm going to keep lot. watching that. Yeah. <laughs> Foggy Nelson uh, and Matt. Matt Murdock, Avocados at Law, coming to NBC this summer. I feel like they would watch it and be like, okay, I'm going to check this out again. So it's like they're doing a good job of making a good show that also has comics instead of it being yeah. the other way around. And see, like... My mom really got into Daredevil. Like, she had only seen, like, the old movie, and... Oh, God bless her soul. Yeah, I know. And, uh, she was like... Although, like, I do like Colin Farrell as bullshit. Yeah. She was like, is it anything like the old movie? I was like, no. I was like, just watch through it. It's more like a mafia crime drama kind of thing with superheroes. And she's like, okay. And she watched that first episode and goes, I need to watch the rest of this. What's your Netflix pass? <laughs> the on- and before we wrap up, the only bad thing I don't like is one of my favorite Daredevil villains doesn't make it through the season. I, I figured you were going to be sad about and that. I was very no, but sad that hasn't been confirmed. Because I love him in comics. He's but, a fucking hilarious. That couldn't have been the end of him. He just kind of got pushed. Oh, no, he's, it's superheroes, Hunter. If you, it's, He's not a superhero. We're pulling Game of Thrones logic here. If they don't die, they're not dead. If you don't see them get shot on screen... I really hope the show, like, I know, you know, we all theorize that they're only going to do so many seasons, and then they're going to do this show, and then they're going to do that show, but I really want this show to just be something that just goes on for as long as it wants, you know, as long as people keep watching, because, not just because it's one of my favorite characters, but because it is so good, like... Well, see, like, as I said, I I had seen Daredevil in other comics. I've only read very few Daredevil comics, like a little bit in the newer run and some of the other stuff. Um, I went into this pretty blind about Daredevil, and I absolutely loved it. Like, as a character now, Daredevil is easily moving up the ladder for me. Um, but, like, Jessica Jones is getting a series, and I'm saying, like, I don't know if I'll enjoy I, that. She's intolerable in comics. I don't know what other people think. I don't like any of her books. I'm honestly not a huge Nick, uh, Luke Cage guy, either. But he, see, now that I've okay, seen Daredevil, but... I have my hopes that maybe that'll... I'll get... These shows will be good enough to actually... The problem with Luke Cage is they often put him in with other street-level heroes like Daredevil in the comics, and I'm, like, bored with him because he's next to Daredevil, who is fucking sick. Like, all Daredevil books have been great for as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. You go from, like, Millar to Wade, who is usually mediocre, but, like, his literally best books he's ever done pretty much are are his long runs on Daredevil. And then you go to the new guys... Who, for the last, I guess, four or five years, who are still doing a really good job. And even though it's moved to San Francisco now, and I really didn't think I would like it, it's still pretty solid. I still look forward to it, and I still read it every month. I haven't dropped it or anything, so it's not... It's It, it has been 
mediocre to amazing for like 20 years now. It hasn't slumped. And that's what I like about Daredevil comics right now, too. Hey, Hunter, you know what I just realized? Age of Ultron's next week. The movie is next week? It's May 1st. Oh, shit. The hell are we doing with this? Doing with the movie? Yeah. We're going to do like a release party? We got to go watch this shit. Let's see, when would that... That means next week's podcast, we're talking about Age of Ultron. We'd have to stay up Thursday night. Or we'd go watch it Friday night. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm, I'm we'll def- figure we're out. definitely going. I'm definitely going to watch it, and Ashley's going to watch it too. So, and anyway, I have a, I actually have a gift card, so I'm excited. I don't have to pay anything, and I get to watch Avengers when it comes. I hate you. So, anyway, one of my favorite actors playing absolutely my favorite villain in Marvel comics. I can't not be excited for this. I'm excited for the movie. I, I, as you know, I don't watch any trailers for any movie that I know I'm going to want to watch. So I know absolutely zero about this movie, and that's how I like it. I knew zero about the Cat movies, I knew zero about the Thor movies, I knew zero about the First Avengers, about Guardians, and I fucking loved them all. Because trailers these days, yeah, I wish everything. I hadn't watched the Age of Ultron's trailers. So do your do do my let, let's think of what else movie is coming up? Ant Man. If it's not You're too put late, on your trailer chastity belt. If it's oh, not the trailer, makes me so disappointed in Ant Man. If it's not too late, really, because I actually saw it and I liked it. I like it. The problem is, I'm afraid they're gonna pay. The new trailer's good. I accidentally the last saw two it. were kind of <laughs> bad. The problem I have is, I'm afraid they're gonna pace the humor and the seriousness way wrong. But it's Marvel, so I have high hopes. But it's Scott, right? It's yeah. not Hank. Well, Scott is very, very humor heavy. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, speaking of which, you guys read the new Ant Man Marvel book. It's on. I think it was just number five or so. If you liked Superior Foes, you'll like it. It has that feel. And I, actually, I need to look because it may be the same creative team. It feels that much like it. Check it out. It's really, really. Um, cool. A PSA about Age of Ultron, though. Um, apparently, there's a mid credit scene, but not an after credits. So don't sit around through 15 minutes of credits hoping for a scene. Okay. So, figured our viewers would like that little time-saving hint. But it, the next movie that you hear about, is like, oh, this is coming out. I definitely want to watch it. Even if you already want to watch it, don't bother then with the trailers. Do not watch or read anything, and you'll enjoy it so much more. I think that's why I liked Interstellar so much. More I've been doing it for years, it. and it works very well. But anyway, for those of you guys who want to interact with us, if you want to ask a question to be read on air, or anything else, feedback, whatever, tell us we suck. Tell us. You want to have sex with Drew? Whatever the case may be. Tell us Hunter Blows. Send it to dial H for Hero Clicks. That's all one word at gmail.com. Hashtag give Austin back his cap. Or you can follow us here. Here's your cap. Yes. Or you can follow us on Facebook. <laughs> My hand has been like, where is it? See you guys next week. Later, guys.